Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Double OT, Terrific Trav. And guys, it is a really, really awesome day today because not only is it Valentine's Day, but we are celebrating Black History Month here on the channel. And I just want to know, are you guys excited about today's guest? Of course. I'm excited about every guest. Yeah, it's fun. That was a good answer. I love both of those answers. Now, are you guys excited about it being Valentine's Day today? Nah. Yeah, you know, I take care of business. <laughs> Trav, didn't we go out for Valentine's Day one year? I can't remember, man. We've been friends for so long. I feel like we went out and we no, I feel like, like we went out one year too. Why would you? I can't remember. You don't can't. worry about what we do in D. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Wally. So I know this guy. You know? Well, I will say that there was one year where I didn't have a date for Valentine's Day and our good friends, Dustin and Denise, they took me out for Valentine's Day. Right. And they took me out. Uh, we went out to dinner. We went out to see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which came out on Valentine's Day. And that and took I the think, girls to see Sonic? I think that I had COVID. That really came out on It came out on Valentine's Day. The first one. Think, the oh, first okay. one. Okay. And I think that I had COVID and it was back before people knew what COVID was because it's like, I just felt really, really bad. And I remember when I was in the movie theater, like I was just shaking, I was shivering and I had asked Dustin if he could hold my hand and he's like, bro, you're freezing right now. So I think that was like the early stages of COVID before we even knew what COVID was. But anyway, it's Valentine's Day today. Black History Month. We got an amazing guest up here, and that is voice actor Bill Butt, somebody that we have been trying to get here on the podcast for some time now. And again, I want to say thank you to our good friend and former guest that came up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, Brittany Cox. Thank you so much. You know, I got the bread six on deck for you, the cheesy bread six, the marinara sauce. You know, and the way things are going, I'm going to probably have to hook you up with a steak dinner too. So I got you. And uh, yeah. With that being said, before we get into today's interview, please make sure that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow mm -hmm. us on Spotify, leave mm -hmm. us a comment on Apple Podcasts, let us know why you love us, and if you don't love us, let us know what we can do so that way that you can love us again. And with that being said, here's a word from our sponsor. Golden Eat Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. Boom. My this is somebody whose DMs that I have been sliding into for a minute now. And I've been trying to get this man up here. This man is so busy, but he's busy in a good way, and that is voice actor bill butts bill how are you doing today <laughs> what's good y'all what's good hey b square oh, brother right. hey, we got who we live a man i'm loving i'm loving it That's how y'all doing thanks for thanks for having a brother i'm sorry it took so long to get a hold of me but i'm here, I'm yeah. here. hey we appreciate it man. it's hey, the look, perfect time now it's the perfect right. time and you know <laughs> trav and d they both know that uh you know, I owe a special woman some breadsticks, and mm -hmm. that's Miss Brittany Cox. Like, uh, Brittany you know, Cox. She's an awesome person, and I, I said last time that the breadsticks, they have got upgraded to cheese sticks. <laughs> with cheese <laughs> <marinara>. <laughs> just in time. We, hey, we just hit our, our gym peak. 
You know what I yo, mean? So <laughs> the peaks on top of peaks, baby. So yeah, freaks on top of freaks. The freaks on top Desire. of freaks. Old Scott Steiner right there. But uh, <laughs> that's right, that's right. And Trav, what is your tip of the day? Hey, when you show up to the interview, you grab your water and you rip them sleeves off, baby. And we're ready to go. <laughs> Hey, bro, I, I can't drink any more water. I didn't already have my gallon of water. I didn't already have my gallon of water. And if I drink some more, I'm not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. Bro, I, I swear, there's been times I've seen Banks drinking, and I thought he was going to drown his organs. Bro, I was like, bro, stop drinking. Like, it's crazy, man. But, hey, you got you to gotta stay hydrated. Hey, you, you know, hey, y'all seen heavyweights, right? You know when he stops yeah. and drinks the whole thing of lemonade? That's Banks with the water jug. With the water jug. Slow down, just sitting there no. sipping it, and uh, my, my friend Kendall, she just got me like a, a new water jug, and it's like I just take it everywhere with me, and, and it's just gone like that, man. You got to stay hydrated. So, listen, listen, man. Hey, block don't crack, bro. If you stay hydrated, moisturized, you can help it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, <laughs> brother. Hey, look. We got Trav like he's drinking your water. He'll be like, I gotta do something about these raisins. I need some help, Trav, because Bill. I be telling people that all the time. Like when uh, I go to these cons, people are just like. I asked like, how old do you think I am? And they're just like, uh, 23, 24. I'm like, nah, I'm 34. I just turned 34 last month. They're just like, how? Like, you don't look like it before. I'm just like, because I'm in the gym every day and mm-hmm. I drink plenty of water. Yes, sir. I don't stress myself D, out. 23. Come on. I get it, bro. Yeah, D, I, well, it, always, it always ranges between 23 and 26. That's the age that I always Wait, That's get. the age range. That's oh, the age 26, Take man. Like, yourself. how old are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm 36, fam. Like what's that? You don't even look like, like crack. thirty-six, man. Hey, black don't crack, baby. Black don't crack. <laughs> so yeah, so let's go ahead and start this thing up. So Bill, the first question that I ask each and every guest up here let's is, go. "What is your origin story?" Every hero or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Lord, you want a short answer or like a long one? Oh, we like we like the long answers. We yeah. like it when they found they found you in Atlantis. They brought you back <laughs> up into the mainlands, and you know you were sent here to destroy Earth, but you got into voice acting, and it made you start loving us human beings. And yeah, or gonna get his. I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man, uh, true to life story, brother. It wasn't until like college it really got to hit me because uh, I was a science geek just growing up. The part I was like science Olympiad, went to college. I wanted to be the first black man to go to space and live. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, man, I remember being like uh, in my astronomy class, brother, getting to the final. Or I'm going to name it's important. My professor's name was Doug Patterson, and uh, him and I were just like joking about life. I've been like, you know, I'm on like three hours of sleep. I just got to see in Star Wars Episode Three. Had the most badass lightsaber fight ever. Not sure if I'm custom, but I'm going to anyway. So, <laughs> so that happened when you got the high ground. Oh, <laughs> so I'm taking this test, and like life hit me right there. Because there was a math problem on it. That was those demonic word ones. That was like, there's a shadow on the moon that is excellent. Where this time of day, the race between Earth and the moon, how long is this shadow? And it hit me where I'm like, no, this is it. I'm not a pilot. This is going to be my life forever. I'll be like one of the three black men, me, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and some other brother out there talking about science and math. And I will never go to space. This is my, I will, no, no. And I had a thought so strong came out my mouth in the middle of class. And I was, I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> I said it. Yeah. I'm like, damn, damn. I had to sit there and like rethink myself. You know, we still finished, you know, did great in the class. And I want to know, like, what am I going to do now? Right. So, figure out what I want to do. What, I, what do I like? Right. 
So at the time I was working on this place called Quick Trip, random individual walks in. They say like, you got a good voice. You ever try theater? I'm like, no. I mean, I like boobies. Pause. Same week, some friends go up to me. He's like, hey, man, we're going to Zanimate Con. You want to go? I was like, you know what, man? I've been avoiding it all my life because I was my, my head space was like, it's everyone's going to look like the comic book guy from Simpsons. I don't want to go there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, you know what? Let's go. And I went. And I had like the best time of my life. There's a whole other story about cost, but I think it's that best. I can answer your question. We'll get to that later. Later. So I go. And then two cons later, I'm in, we actually letting us run a panel. And it was a uh, roast we're doing on City Hunter. And of all people, Keith Silverstein walks in, crashes the panel, mm. sits with us. We're all joking, laughing at this movie, man. It's, everything's going great. And I sat there. I said, Keith, you're like one of the two black people I know in this business. It's you and Bo. Oh, Bellinsley. Yeah, I'm like, how how do I was a brother, how do I get in and on that? And he he sat with me for like an hour, just talking about life, family, working, that ethic, that uh, you know, you, you when you you uh you know, if you say it's darker, it's scary to people, so you gotta work twice as hard. And he just goes in on it. So I'm like, great, great. Little did Keith know, I took all of his advice. I changed my major, got into the theater. Did Shakespeare, contemporary, dueled up on like what I was studying for the journalism and theater, intern in radio, got hired back by Johnson County Community College to run their radio department as a job, ran that thing, got the agent, still did theater, competed in film. In Kansas City, I was like, the voice of the KC Royals baseball team. <laughs> Moved on to Model for Lee Jeans, Hallmark. God was real. We was after it. So finally, after like years of doing that, man, uh, student conventions, my second language, my language choice was uh, Japanese in school. Was at a party at a con, and the gentleman got drunk, nearly fell over. I picked him up, saw the scale from nearly brought off the Ralph railing. His manager walks up and goes like, you speak Japanese? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. Huh, we, we could use you. They hired me on the spot with a company called Babel, and they're doing MC work and translation for them for years. Working with regular bands from like Random Steve to literally Nobuo Ematsu from Final Fantasy. Toured that dude from Texas, LA to Hawaii. It was awesome. So than that, still doing theater, still working. So eventually, uh, you guys might know, I'm looking at a, look at you, Ben, you all your uh, little figures in the background. A gentleman who you have a few figures of named Kali Bear. He and I became friends because he started off on Radio Disney. He goes, Billy, try it LA. Try it out. I'm like, all right. I'll give it a shot. Spent like a week out there and I loved it. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I uh, had a little townhouse in Kansas City. So, I, you know, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just, I'm not going to renew. I'm going to go all in. I had money saved up because my boy had like 16 jobs. So, <laughs> <laughs> flew out to LA. Sorry, drove out to LA. I didn't fly. I had I like, load on my car, but everything just, we was, we was out there. Got an apartment. Started reading for some stuff, man. I was doing meetings with agents. And uh, that was that was a mixed bag. <laughs> On camera agents, you can play slave one or drug dealer B. Oh, yeah. First nice. on-camera audition in LA. Uh crackhead for the rookie. Yeah, let that go out there. I said no. Anyway, <laughs> the movie The Rookie? No, no, no. The show. The show oh, with wow. the Nathan the, the cop show. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Man. So uh within that same week, I got pulled aside and like, hey, they're reading for a show called Gundam. You want it? You want in? And in my head, I'm like, that's my favorite anime series of all time. I'm on my sweet black Jesus, yes. What my <laughs> face said was like, 
oh yeah i'd love to <laughs> so Hell yeah i read for it and, and life hit me real quick i read for a couple of characters there's one i really wanted i didn't book but i actually did book this much it was a full-on like movie called gundam thunderbolt it was like a jazzy take on gundam i highly recommend it booked a brother out there his name is sebastian morris is a black man with a fro and a badass pilot there was another guy who was like a general I wanted, and I realized I lost that to of all people. Starting back early, Bo Billingsley. Ah, <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, that's Bo. I'm not even mad. Yeah, I'm not even mad. mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, huh? yeah, I went to this fitness competition. I lost to Ronnie Coleman in his prime. No, right. no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, kept rolling with that, man. Ever since then, and that's the or I say it's the order. So there's still more to tell. We can go to later. That's okay. actually that's the, that's a long story short of the, of the origin of how I came out to LA and started working. That's awesome, man! And you know, quick thing I want to say: uh, we did interview Bo Billingsley. Everybody, that's let's go. And if you want to check out his interview, you can either listen to it on the podcast or you can watch it up here on YouTube. It is up here, and I just want to say Bo is an awesome guy. And yeah. once Bo starts talking, oh, you just, you just need you just sit need down. to sit you sit <laughs> down and just yeah. listen because. What was that our anniversary episode or our 100 episode? It was the anniversary. 100 100 was uh, it was almost a three hour episode. We we were just sitting there chilling. We were just like, all right, let's just hear some stories. I have lunch with Bo every now and then, circling back to that. uh, Bo is actually a dear friend of me now, and Keith. He's my boy. I'm going with the con with him, and uh, was it Tuesday in three days? So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Bo's like everyone's favorite, like uncle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, hey, Let me tell you about the time I was uh-huh. actually in the military. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, cool. So when I beat cancer, I'm like, what have you not done? Yeah, I was on the yeah. A team. And like, he'd be yeah. talking. I'd be like, I got to know. I'm like, I'm the, he really was on the A team. My yep. God, Star Trek. You are goals, sir. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Yeah, he was on a lot. Of, it's, it's crazy because um, when we interviewed him, his, he was on Just Jordan. And yeah. he was talking about how, yeah, you can't find that anywhere. I was like, yeah, that's right. You, you can't find just Jordan anywhere. And it's just, it's wild, like how much stuff he's done because uh, like he was in Halloween and, yeah. you know, the blob, the blob. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. much stuff, so much stuff. And, you know, like that's one of the questions that I wanted to bring up was because, you know, when we interview voice actors, they always tell us like people who were their inspiration to get into voice acting and stuff like that. So you would say that Keith and Bo were your inspiration. Do you have oh, any others? Absolutely. Like Keith, Bo, Keith, David. And uh, if you notice there's a pattern out here, uh, I honestly, when I see somebody that looks like me out there winning and portraying this, you know, this, this, uh, this bit of life into these characters. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. So like them right there. Absolutely. When it comes to voiceover. Nice, nice. And and I mean, like, that's top of the list right there. You yeah, know, yeah. so I, I think that those right there are huge inspirations. Uh, Trav D, which one of y'all want to take the ball next? Oh, no, right here. I'll take it. <laughs> um, D said, right? Yeah, yeah, right here, Captain. Um, <laughs> so, Bill, I wanted to ask, are you born and raised Kansas City? I was, born, I was born in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. Right near the base. My dad was on the USSI when I was born. He's a mm-hmm. lieutenant commander. And after that, uh, we traveled a lot. And when mm-hmm. I was like six to thirty, I lived in Kansas City because oh, uh, pops, my pops right there. He was like, "Yeah, I don't see my kids going ready reserve. We're moving. We're staying here." So it's good, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, one other know. question for me, and then it's on to you, Trav. Um, I, I gotta ask you where you're rocking the uh, Green Lantern. Would you ever oh, yes, cosplay yes. as uh, John Stewart? 
I did. Oh. I did. I hope we circle back to that. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, oh, I've gained oh, about yeah. 20 pounds, at least in a good way, so I can't fit anymore. But I actually made with help my friend Teresa, who like, I'm like, how do I stitch? Okay, cool. Uh, I actually <laughs> do have a cosplay made for uh, John well Stewart, done. my well favorite done. Green Lantern. I got oh, blew yeah. up a planet. Sure. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore. Trav? Yeah, no, I want to circle back to the radio stuff. Um, yeah. I, can you dive into that for a little bit? Because you, I mean, obviously as a voiceover guy, you got a good voice, but you got like a perfect radio <laughs> DJ voice, you know, it's like <laughs> demanding, you know, and I feel like you got to, good radio DJs have a lot of characteristics in their voice. So yeah, take us through that radio journey. Oh man, I, I love that. I absolutely love that because uh, it was a trip. Uh, it started off as an internship with Cumulus Radio, and they pretty much run everything in like the South radio stations. I worked with a guy named Chris DeGaulle, and I started off as an internship, and it was a political talk radio host. And uh, I have, uh, listen, listen, I'm going to say right now, uh, Donald Trump and all the horrible things that happened during that, I was already prepared. You do like a day of political talk, you're going to hear the dumbest things. I thought all is like, oh, it's mad. I'm like, that's pretty stupid, especially it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not even, it's not, it doesn't stand on its own. It's a comment on saying Black Lives Matter. It's like, oh, well, actually, I'm like, fam, I've heard worse than that. Yeah. And that was like, the, and the internship, I was like, wow, fam, wow, wow. So uh, sitting there and it was, it was a trip because you'd go there like a few hours before the show even starts and you talk about what you're going to do that day. You'd sit it all set up, everything over there, and everything runs like clockwork, man. And uh, a lot of it was really bad. That was just kind of like taking notes, learning. Occasionally, I get on there, I say a few jokes. You do a few like uh, like little skits and stories, and one that almost got me fired. We'll go into later. <laughs> but um, after that, uh, I worked at a Just County Community College. They helped me uh, pretty much get like a huge start. Was working there, and I knew how to do it, so I ran the whole department. Came in there, I got a crew together, and uh, we were doing things over like, I'll say like, kind of similar to what you guys didn't hear with this, like a, with a podcast, because it'll be running on the air as well as uh, on the internet. And we do music in like a little 15 minute increments, mm-hmm. as well as little spots where you sit and just kind of talk, give me a little break to breathe, man. Some people had talk shows, and it was, it was dope, man. It was dope. And when it comes to your, your statement earlier about uh, the voice, well, I had 12. Uh, this is what I sounded like. <laughs> so I, I just, I just, I love it, man. I love it. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, I guess uh, this makes sense going back to the random individual who came with me in a <laughs> quick trip. You have a nice voice. You, you should do something with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I love it, man. So first of all, you're Pause or rebels that 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 cat is amazing. But um, yeah, sometimes look, we call D Dr. Claw because you know cat <laughs> Look, when you yes. said pause, I didn't know you was gonna say cat. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes sometimes D will freeze up. And when you said pause, I was just like, oh man, D. right now he didn't spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Into the speed force we go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the team up right there. I remember in the comics, uh you had the Flash and Green Lantern teaming up uh, every once in a while. Yeah, was it? Uh, it was wasn't it? It was Kyle and um, not Barry, but uh, Bart? Wally. Was it Wally and Kyle? 
I, I feel like, well, there's mix and match, but yeah, more yeah. likely it's Wally. Wally. Yeah, Wally. Yeah, yeah I, no, I just remember right. when I was a kid, I used to always see those comics in Food Lion and you know, that was before I knew that there were different Green Lanterns and different right, right. How big that universe actually turned I know. out to be. And, it, you know, to piggyback to what Bill was saying earlier about Jon Stewart, like, that's my favorite Green Lantern. And Yo. I feel like a lot of people would have never known about Jon Stewart if it wasn't for the Justice League Bex. cartoon, you know? so I yeah. never would have known. I never exactly. would have known. I didn't even know. Like, well, I was going to say, I think our age group, I haven't met anybody in our age group who didn't say Jon Stewart wasn't their favorite Green Lantern because of Justice yeah. League. That's true. That's I true. mean, I like Jon Stewart a, light, a lot, but I've been partial to, like, Guy Gardner just because he's got an attitude mm. all the time. Guy Gardner! <laughs> Interview's done. <laughs> oh, man. That guy's like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> okay. I mean, Guy Gardner from his warrior bit to, uh, like, you know, brightest day, blackest day, he becomes, like, you know... Like, was it uh I gave him a red lantern out of pure mm-hmm. hate for the moment. I'm like, okay, guy. Well, okay. Acts okay. Like I'm, I'm gonna give but... you that because you you were a dick until then. Like now it's like, okay, you you went <laughs> like a good Sithy bit for a minute here, but it's, it's really good. Okay, okay. Well we'll give you a pass. You get yeah. one spot, one spot of the cookout. That's it. <laughs> one spot. <or laughs> one that. spot. <laughs> <laughs> God. So I want to go back to what we were talking about before we started the interview, before we even started recording, and that's you and the gym. Now, I just want to say that, you know, Bill, this is like you got the peaks on top of peaks. And (laughs) I say I'm a fan of your work behind the microphone, and then I'm a fan of what you do in the gym. And I don't know if you remember, but it was a while ago you were posting videos of you doing the hip thrust. Yes, sir. And I had commented on it because it's like, I always see girls doing that exercise in the gym. <laughs> and I'm one of those type of people where it's just like, I like to try everything. You know, some yeah. people, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that because like, that's what girls do and whatnot. I'm like, nah, you need to be versatile. Yeah. You need to do I've seen Banks everything. doing the Pilates. I've seen them. Yeah, I, Listen. I, I, you, know, I you know, as a professional wrestler, it's like you want to make sure that your body's good to go. And that, important. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, right. I'll do the exercises that the women will do. But I had commented on it and you had gave me some advice. And it was just like, after you gave me that advice, I started doing hip thrusts. And I like my, I haven't gotten uh, as high as you have, but um, (laughs) I got up to 250 pounds compared to where I I started at. I started at like, I want to say like a hundred because I just wanted to get used to it. But yeah, I'm at 250 now. And I thank you for that because how's your deadlift in your squat? Uh, squats, uh, well, I think I did 300 a couple weeks ago and I, ha- I, I don't do deadlifts. I need to start doing deadlifts. Uh, do trap bar. Trap, do trap bar. bar. Okay. Yeah. Because everybody does that, so like a regular flat deadlift. Like, yeah. Uh, put that ego aside. Yeah. <laughs> a trap bar deadlift is way safer and a lot more natural position for you. And it's going to help out your glutes and your lower back exponentially. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. And circling back, which is going to be probably the slogan of this entire interview. <laughs> right, hey, that's what we all about. That's what we do. Oh, we piggyback. Right. My yeah. man. <laughs> Snowballs uh, and piggybacks. <laughs> <laughs> you hired. You hired, D. <laughs> I, I remember walking in, uh, you know, KG Tang? KG Tang. I don't know what that is. K, no, no, the, the voice actor, KG Tang. Oh. I thought this was a place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I ain't never been to that club, but it sounds pretty lit. <laughs> Stop. 
Bob. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Anyway, well, you, so. you said you said you said what you said. But, uh, <laughs> KG and his wife uh, used to go to like my my same gym. They're going they're gonna go back here in like a week. Mm-hmm. So I was walking with them. And there was this girl. I think it was like Tanya. It was like booty day for this girl. Eight days a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, really, really Tanya? Is it, is it hit day again? Because listen, we Midwest. We talked to everybody. She laughs. We're like, oh yeah. Why don't you quit being a bitch and try it yourself, Bill? I'm like, damn. Can't pull them prison rules <laughs> on me. Now I can't do it. But, uh, so. Walked through and I tried it, man. And uh, I tell you this much: I was like the first dude to actually do it. And I found out—I literally found out every other big dude in the gym was actually curious. Like, so, uh, did, so, hey, man, I see you doing a hip thrust. So, I mean, is that good? Is that good? I'm like, <laughs> oh, fam. Outside of the joke, obvious reasons we're going to avoid here in the situations I'm staring at the dude in the face. I will tell you right now, fam. Uh, my deadlift and squat skyrocketed, and my back hasn't had problems in like since i started nice and now to this day it's been like a few years every dude in the gym is doing hip thrust i highly recommend it hey, i do look, like, ba- banks you know got hit in the back with a chair a couple couple weeks ago so <laughs> back, not back yeah back in uh december santa banks and uh yeah <laughs> i know but i couldn't i couldn't do uh because i do back and shoulders Nice. That's one of my workouts, and I couldn't do it. I, I was just like, man, my back is in so much pain. I can't do back and shoulders today. But I still went to the you gym. You were hit with a chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a professional wrestler. So, yeah, like I got hit in the back with a uh, cha- steel chair. But uh, I can't remember what I did that day. Instead. I think I just did uh, triceps and biceps. But, but I was still in pain. But, you know, when you're in pain, you're still supposed to go to the gym anyway. You know, it's like people always ask me, like, when do you ever take breaks from the gym? And I was just like, I take breaks in between sets. You know, I'll take, yep. my, I'll take my full breaks when I can't work out no more. But it's like when you work out, the gym is a place of business. And you go there, you got to have that mentality. And see, it's like, Trav, no, it's just hey, like. They don't know. They don't know about our peaks on top of knows. <laughs> and, and, and Bill, I'm pretty sure that you know this too. People always ask to come and work out with. And then they either don't show up. Or they work out with you that one time, then they make excuses afterwards, and they never show up again. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, it's just like, how bad do you want this? Because Bill, I used to be four hundred and fifty-six pounds, and I lost two hundred pounds just Let's from go. staying dedicated and being in the gym all the time. So, oh, like, whenever somebody wants to work out with me, I take it serious. And yeah. if you don't take it serious, then it's just like, nah, like you're gonna have to pay me to work out with because <laughs> you're wasting my time. You know? I get that, man. And that's like, why uh, he get hit with the steel chairs. I'll be real with you, man. Uh, over the years, I've had friends happen like literal club foot, heart mm-hmm. problems, and things like that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, we're we're 30, y'all. So like now, folks, you want to go to the gym and be like, cool, cool. We're gonna sit up and have a real conversation. And we now I'll tell you there's about a dozen other people in the in the business, also like friends, all go to the gym. They all do because it's important. Yeah, you know they're out there and like a uh, folk like, oh, I'm going to be in diapers anyway. I'm like, bro, that's, that's, that's literally a choice. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a choice. I have a bad back, bad knees. That is also a choice. Oh. I'm just saying you, you can delay that. There are 70 year olds hiking mountains, fam, for oh. a reason. I'm mm-hmm. just saying if I have the option of not having a bad back, bad knees, bad whatever, when I'm like Steve Harvey age, yo, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go. <laughs> so i ask you because you had uh posted a video recently and i've been seeing these uh videos circulating on social media of everybody going to a gym gold's gym 
Yeah. Try to, to lift up those three hundred pound dumbbells. Bro, um, okay, that's see, that's that's a great story. Uh, that all started because I did a play with Patrick Warburton, and uh, we're doing this thing, and he's like, "Hey, you ever been to the Mecca?" I'm like, "No, what, what's the Mecca?" Say? That oh, you got your spot Venice. on too. <laughs> 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 Thank you. And uh, we ended up going and he talked about this for a minute. And there are these uh, these little golden dumbbells, each weighing 330 pounds. They're not secured at all. They're just sitting there yeah. like it's, like the whole gimmick is if you can walk up and just leave with them with 660 pounds in your hand. Good for you. Outside of had the challenges, pick them up and if you can pick them up. You've already won. So I'm like, damn. All right. So at this gym, you see like posters, whatnot of like. And actual appearances of like Jay Cutler, and he was good. Ronnie Coleman, like all these huge disciples who like studs of athletes. I'm like, all right, wow, this is this is that kind of place. So I tried it. I can tell you, I shrugged with both, which was amazing. But I managed to actually pick up one with like two hands, put it up, put it down. I'll tell you after that, I was like, y'all, sorry, we got to leave. Well, I was like, this, this, I just picked up Excalibur, and. I don't do steroids, don't do trend, testosterone, nothing like that. I'm probably the only natty dude in this building, and I just picked <laughs> up Excalibur. There is nothing better just going to happen in this gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's a that's a huge achievement, man. Oh yeah. It's like because I've seen people like try to pick it up and they can't do it, and then you did it, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like, hey, he got the peaks on top of peaks. Let's go. <laughs> uh, that's, right. that's what we all about up here. Try I pass the ball back. I was gonna say you. can't can't even fit the ring on the finger. <laughs> Yo, I actually do have a Green Lantern ring, and I actually can't anymore. See, I've I gained. Told- you, yeah, we got a little thicker, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, before I say what I'm gonna say, I didn't even know you said you did a play with Patrick Warburton. Yeah, we did uh, he, all the I time. I didn't know that he did theater. theater. He hasn't done theater in years. And of all things, I got a DM from him and his son because they liked my fitness videos. This and is like, crazy. Yeah. And it was like, hey, you want to work out sometime? Like, checks. <laughs> Holy crap, that's him. Sure, you can go to my gym. And then his son, Talon, just shows up. I'm like, wow, this is real. All right, yeah, man, let's work out. Talon was actually, he acts. You can hear him in like a bunch of like, like pre-lay stuff as well. But the dude, uh, he's also like, yeah, I'm also a personal trainer. I'm like, what? And he's big. Right. Patrick, at 54, he's 58 now. Yeah, I think he's 58 uh, now. Yeah. yeah. At 54, he was hitting 405 on the bench. That's crazy. So you go back to like watching like the tick. Oh, no. He is that big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his son is also a monster. So I'm like, I was like, I ain't had anybody kick my ass in the gym in a long time. Jesus. So we started hanging out to my D and D and Warhammer and all that to find yeah, like yeah. uh yeah, yeah Talon goes like, hey man, they're doing a play. You wanna do it? I'm like, all right. So he like, hey, you want to get in the Zoom call? So you're doing like a cold read of this play. It's called All in the Timing. And also like the guy, uh, the kind of Mike Navinelli was there. So it was, hey, uh, you know what, Bill? Uh, yeah, if you want it, it's yours. The bro- the role is all. And I was like, what? Uh, yeah, sure, bro. Let, let, let's go. Let's just do it. So I did a six-week run of that at the Zephyr Theater. Uh, actually, they have it all recorded. It should be up relatively soon. Nice. But, uh, yep, we did that. Did a play with Patrick Warburton and Talon Warburton. And it was dope, man. 
Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, that's yeah. just a crazy, random like yeah, story to have. Yeah, yeah. In the back pocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Bill, that- I mean, I've got to ask, man. You just dropped a couple of interesting uh, tidbits. Are you? Do you play D and D? Absolutely. Or did? You, oh, okay. Uh, Ab- what? What's your go-to class and race? Uh, he might have grass off there. Oh, yeah. I'm here for First of all, uh, right now, I'm in year three of an Eberron campaign. Okay. I'm currently playing a druid. I have right. these beautiful, beautiful Black Lives Matter dice on me right now. Hey. Oh, that's sick. That's the red sick. up here, right here. Can you get a good look there? Your 20s uh, literally BLM. I'm mad. I'm <laughs> mad. Oh, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's and the other one, if you get it, it's also like a Black Power Fist. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, those are dope. That, oh, that, yeah, is dope. that is dope. I had to ask. <laughs> um, one more D and D question. Top but, three, top three animal transformations. You're running uh, through it. Okay, it's gonna be either a, a giant elk, which I just earned because that uh, pretty much everybody's like favorite uh pack mule. Plus, okay. it's got a strength of 19, so that's amazing. So it's like, yeah, I'm yep. just gonna DM's like, yeah, you, you got it, fam. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Uh, I love dire wolf for a pack mentality. So if anyone's either uh, using you as a mount or nearby you, they get advantage. So that's amazing. Yep. And okay. after that, it's also hear me out, uh, tiny lizard, because you're tiny, and I have people who like who like, like just do just garbage rolls, and they're supposed to be like you know like a type of rogue or thief. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. I turn into a tiny lizard. I crawl through the cracks. I turn back and open the door. <laughs> so it's just like little things yeah. like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wonderful answers, man. I had to. I'm actually I'm running a campaign. Banks is uh, participating in a homebrew. Let's go. Yeah, so, All right, yeah, now, 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 Bill, since, you know, we talking oh, D&D. Let's go. Let's go. You already know where I'm going with this. I got to ask you, because we've been playing down for almost a year. Okay. And I came up with a name for our group. And I named us the Warrior Allies of Peace. Which abbreviates to to WAP. WAP. Yeah, WAP. yeah, but it's like it's like Here's none of the guys like it. I'm just yes. like, what a oh, gee, really, really. Think about that. They don't go with it at all, and it's so funny. <laughs> week to week, I put them in these situations, and their characters will just walk out of taverns, and, and we'll wait outside. Yeah. Wait outside. Like, yo, good, man? We WAP. Like, oh, yeah, fam, exactly. We fam, That's what I'm saying. Fam. It's like, I, I like playing D&D. It's, it's something that I had just gotten to. Um, you know, the reason why we started playing was because of uh, Fox Mock and the, the Critical nice. Role show that was on uh, Amazon. And it's like, after that, like, I've been having a blast. And then it's always fun when you, when I'm out in public and I'll just mention D&D. And then somebody will be like, oh, yeah, like, I play D&D, too. And then you got Yo. a new friend because you talked about what it's all about. Is there the word? Mm-hmm. Now, hey, we just gotta get Trav into it, and then yeah, we'll hey, Trav's more right. than well. Trav, Trav I'm, I'm, I'm make this real, real laid back. Simple for you, Trav. It is improv with a little bit of math. Exactly. That's right. That's, exactly. that's all. That's it is. Right. Like I'll tell you right now, I spent like a day trying to like just make the stupidest character who I now love. His name is Mugen. So there's this character all called right, like that. Warforges. So cool. They're like just. Pretty much like T eight hundred looking characters, right? So I'm going through this little manual. I'm gonna make character cool, something I can just kind of mess around with. And then I found out that you could do a thing called Circle of the Forge. Now I played like Drew's and that before, and like that's kind of Circle of the Moon. Now what I'm saying here, Trav, Frey, I'm saying, ready, ready, make an eye contact. See, right now I'm looking at <laughs> y'all. I'm gonna look at eye contact at you right now, Trav. Bruh, I went out of my way for a day just so I could make this character be a beast wars beast machine. This dude. Is a robot who can turn into giant robot animals, bro. 
You could have the longest day and be like, I'm going to turn into a velociraptor and then just go <laughs> do whatever you want. Right, then Transformers just, Beast Wars. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. That's, a, that's what makes it fun. It's not even a, a lot of times you won't even do anything in a D&D campaign. You're like you'll, you'll play through the day and you'd be at a bar or you do something so stupid. You're just out there with your friends and you're like, all right, cool. I was doing it with talent and then doing like a drinking game. So I was like, cool, 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 cool. I got to roll for constitution. Even though I even <laughs> posted online because I agree to it. must be like one like they've never finished one before. And I'm laughing. Now, Trav, you might not get this, but D, Ben, you're going to get this one. All three of us rolled. I get a nat 20. Oh, the homie, he gets a 10. And ooh, poor dude, also named Travis, he, uh, Trevor, he got a one. Now, imagine that is the perfect roll right there. As I believe one in 8,000 hits. I've never seen it happen before. So, to play it up, because why I think D D is fun. No, we actually had whiskey with us. Like, cool. Oh my goodness. Next oh. round. <laughs> so go oh back to goodness. it. D is about that's all it is. It's just hanging out with your friends. And if you roll cool, play with it. It's like, I'm going to say, I see a giant dragon and I'm going to tell it it looks cute. That's what you do. It's funny because it's it's like we play with D's son. And, you know, because he is a kid, a lot of the decisions that he makes are, you know, based off of like what a child would actually make. (laughs) And so it's like, we'll be in a dungeon and he'll see a treasure chest. And he'll go run into I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, why did you no! run? Into uh-huh. And every time he does it, something always happens. And we all we always joke with Clock him because we just had somebody <laughs> join our group. Yeah. And the guy, like um D son Isaiah, he invited him to come have dinner with us or breakfast yeah. with us. And the guy yeah. tried to leave, and Isaiah grabbed him by the arm. And, <laughs> and his son is an elf. And the guy was like, Gideon was like. Get your goddamn elven hands. (laughs) 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 It's crazy because Uh, he literally just met this guy. They went, they went to they they went somewhere else in the in the village. And I'm just like, Isaiah, we've been traveling with you since the beginning, and you didn't even come get us, but some random dude you just met, you just took him with you. Like Uh, that's that's why you play D&D. Yeah, it's, fun. it's just it's fun. It's like going you got, fishing. You got the D&D movie coming out this year. Oh yeah. yeah I can't, I wait, can't wait. I'm trying to get the whole uh the whole campaign to go watch it. Um, I'm a bit of I ain't oh, going to yeah. deny it. Uh, it looks so good. It's like, like so the bar like what do you do? I come with a plan. <laughs> but they never work. Why are you here? Like, <laughs> and it was replay with a bar of the rogues. Like that's very real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yep, the rogue. I'm a I'm a tiefling tiefling rogue. That's what I. Yep. Am. Yeah, and uh, and you know I'm very charismatic, so I always try to you know play my hand and everything. Uh, like with Isaiah's character's mom, like we had went to her house. <laughs> and, you know, I, I tried to get with his mom, and <laughs> <laughs> I made it. For Diaz, like where's it gonna go? I see his. And yeah. D- okay, I'm the DM. So, yeah, he's the DM. I'm so, the wind in the like, trees yeah. and the thunder in the sky. So, yeah, it's just like, yeah. Uh, hey, look, I so what's take, up? See what happened? I take every shot that I can. Like, and it's it sucks because I, I tell D this all the time. It's like if I'm having a bad week, I roll under ten every roll. Like, when I'm having a good week. Yeah. It's 20, 18, 19. And it's just like, yeah, somebody's having a good week or day. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. So, oh, go ahead, Trav. I was going to say, speaking of D&D, did you see that Disney has, like, their own 
Magic the Gathering kind of card game coming out called like uh, Lorcana or something like that. Y'all seen this? No, good no, luck. but I'm intrigued. Actually, yeah. so I watched the whole video today on it of them explaining how it's going to be played and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Anytime Disney releases like Mickey Mouse fantasy stuff where he's like a wizard or a knight yeah. or Kingdom hey, them games is usually fire, bro. Yeah, that's and true. this is this is a legit card game. It's forever? a legit card game they're coming out with. Yeah, it's like you know when they came out with like Yahtzee Junior or it's like yeah. so yeah. imagine yeah. Magic the Gathering Junior, but, but Disney's good. making it. It's yeah. pretty that's cool. Interesting. So yeah. it's gonna run off of kind of like a, a Kingdom Hearts kind of. There it is. I'll say like as far as like characters and. Uh, but it's all Disney characters, though. Well, that's what I mean. Well, Kingdom Hearts. No, we ain't getting no Final Fantasy. I know they gave Final Fantasy the boot a couple years ago. They said we don't need them no more. Yeah, we don't need them. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying Kingdom Hearts two was the best one. Oh, for sure. It's Pete, man. But it's crazy because I literally just made a tweet earlier comparing the final season of Attack on Titan to which which, which part? Which, Which part? Yeah, because like, <laughs> hold on, you like, talk no. about Attack on Titan final season part A point, <laughs> point three because <laughs> we get in this next part, but that part's nice. split in the parts. I, bro, you want to talk about milk and a cow for every drop? <laughs> <laughs> every drop. I'm just like, geez, Louise, like it makes no sense, man. But it's a work. Let it just let it die. Hey, speaking of Attack on Titan, bro, I know we're just way off the handles now, but this, hey, ben, this is what so we do bro, here. You this know, is we, what we call. I I watch, hey, I watched Eon Flux for the very first time today. Mm. Hey, and, bro, that movie is horrible. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. No, no, not the anime. The an- I've uh, seen the anime on MTV, yeah, but I'm talking about the movie. I watch that movie. Bro. I bet. Oh I my, it's so bad. But I was like, bro. Did Attack on Titan steal this concept from Eon Flux? <laughs> like, well, just I, replace Titans. Like, there's no Titans in it, but they stole the whole wall gimmick, and everybody's living around. in like this wall. I don't know. I, mean, like, I think that's a lot of like shows and, and animes and stuff where people are in cities or inside walls, and then somebody. But there's nothing. There's no civilization outside the wall. I mean. I don't know. I mean, maybe you have to do a deep dive into that and check, but I don't we'll know. We'll check I on Eon Flex. Or they took it from uh, your boy Shyamalan and uh, the, the Village. Oh, the, the Village. village? Oh, yeah. They took it from that. I have never, <laughs> I've never <laughs> been more mad at a movie in my life. Yeah, that, that ending I was, was, uh, I was... That twist in. was crazy. I was in. Until, yeah, that like, movie's really, really end. good until you... I And I knew that they were going to be living in present time. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's definitely not one of his better. It's a great first time watch, I'd say. Once you know what it is, it's kind of like, bam. Wow, well, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. <laughs> he ain't never seen it. He never heard of it. Hey, but the creatures, the creature costumes are still fire. Oh, yeah, yeah no that's question. what I heard. I mean, it's like I know what happens, and I know that like he has that weird thing in all of his movies where it's the twist, you know, and yeah. It's either you're going to like the twist or you're not going to like the twist. Yeah, I, I'm trying it. to remember the last movie I watched that he did. Was, Glass? Um, Glass? Yeah, Glass. I, didn't, I mean, I wasn't a fan of the way he chose to end that, but, you know. Yeah, yeah we just watched that today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, you're right, Trav. I was waiting to like, talk to you about that. I, I liked Unbreakable. Unbreakable? Was I loved yeah. Unbreakable. It was so, yeah. it's so simplistic. Yeah. yeah. That's why like, I liked it. Like, what's so, the yeah. twist? 
No, no, he, no, really, he, he's he's a superhero and just leaked the water. <laughs> yeah, there's grandma so, like, oh, that was it. Okay, great credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so, so I mean, yeah, Bill, I wanted to ask you because you know, like, you're one of the top names when it comes to black voice actors, and I just want to know, yeah. like, how does that feel? I mean, like, because you're in the industry <laughs> that has, you know, come so far, you know, especially after, you know, everything in 2020, where it's just like studios were, you know, looking for fresh black talent to, you know, be more more diverse and whatnot. So I just want to know, like, how does it feel to be like one of the top names? And what has the difference been from like when you first started to seeing it now? Now, I'm going to say some things going to sound really mean, but I want that <laughs> you know right now, uh, there's been lots of conversations that happen with this. So everyone is good. Ready? Ready. Everything is good between me and some other people and a bunch of cash actors. So true life story. Uh, they did not let black people read for anime until 2020. Wow. That is Yeah, it, it hit me when I was like, okay, cool. Like, like I knew of Zeno Robinson. I'd met Cedric, and I was friends with uh, Tiana Camacho, and there's my friend Devin Mack, who's now Sonic the Hedgehog. And Devin oh, was always yeah. coming to town. We all be hanging out, and I was having a literal cookout. And we were kind of mad. We was like, man, who are you working? Because you work in video games, and we pay the bills, you're like that. But uh, you like a big anime come out, like hey, you get size for that? No, that's all messed up. So there was this show called Carolyn Tuesday, mm-hmm. and they announced the cast. I'm like, so you mean to tell me this is a show made by the Cowboy Bebop folks with a very black lead and a black family, and it's all about her and her friend and a band, and y'all can't get one black person. To voice in the show after that we were all fed up yeah. mm. so uh we sat there we talked about it i sat there for a minute all right cool and uh a friend of mine had helped me write up like a three-page email like what are they gonna do not hire me i already took your master's courses and classes and you still let me read for your cartoons and stuff here we go and i sent it out like here's your reputation once you know about this people are talking links like Here's your Twitter post. People are pretty raised about this. I'm simply saying right now, as a man born in the Midwest, I would love to sit down and just talk with you about this. That's me because like condensing down the email. Now, this is a big answer to your question because I have a lot to say because it's very personal in a good way. So uh, I got a response like, yeah, I've been seeing them. I, I would like to speak with you as well on that to see your perspective. And this was one particular studio in L.A. It was one of the biggest ones in the country. That now, did Carol on Tuesday? Yeah. No, it's Bang yeah, Zone. Well, yeah, now, I was going to say, now. are we yeah. not saying the name? <laughs> no, no, I, I will for one reason. I say everything is good now. This is a positive end this year. So I had a meeting with Miss Mommy Okada, which I was a miracle to myself because I'm like, oh, cool. I took a ton of your classes. And uh, I don't know about you, but I couldn't read for Demon Slayer or anything. But I was definitely one of the top people. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But my white friends did. Okay, we'll talk about that later. So we did. And I sat down and ended up being like two to three meetings a week. Because it wasn't just Miss Okada. It was every anime studio could not comprehend the fact that this is what black sounds like. Yeah. So they're like, we're going for like good Midwestern accent. I was like, um, I say this generally because I had to say this to 
all of them because thank god i started a group called uh, apoc and that was just nothing but black actors people who wanted to get into it people who had been already working into it it was me zeno Devin, tiana the ones who really started it cedric Grinchy joined in and it blew up from eight to 800 even bo billings he actually helped out on that and eventually after a while when things started going good became the pgm list now circling back to the meetings bam i had to sit there and explain to them we didn't sound like chris tucker I grew up in Kansas, so this is a Midwestern neutral accent. Now, can I have the black sound? Yes, yeah, a code switch. <laughs> I'm to say, we all do. I was like, I'm pretty sure you do when you get home. And they're like, well, I mean, just like, the point is that we're being characters. And at the time, like, uh, they gave me like chocolata, but like the options were you could be a monster or we might give you a chance on one of the one out of a every thousand black like characters in anime is black so we'll, we'll you get it like cool but none of the others so having to explain that again and again went for something that's frustrating to me like okay cool i'm patient let's talk about it. i'm going to educate you on all of this here before this is done you and i are going to be friends i can tell you what's right now after about six months studios were hitting me up asking for black people native american people indian people this goes on i was like yeah Yes, they can act. I'd be, I hit people up like, if I'm giving me your demo, don't ask questions. Get a visual. Yeah, me that too. Yeah, this person is actually dope. Yeah, give him a shot. And now it was like Bang Soon and Studiopolis are breaking their backs just to make sure you know, the equity to equality is real. And the best part of it is, it's nothing even against white people. No, they still get to read too. But to their surprise, like, why did I get it? And like, because somebody here who, uh, you know, went to New York, did Broadway, and happens to be a person of color was ignored but no they're they are that good and when the playing field is equal you were you were given things your whole career yeah and now that they actually they can compete sorry fam them's the breaks if you get mad at it well we didn't read until now so there it is so I, that continues fam and now to this day that's the way it is this point where even now like i said did it peacefully everyone's cast directors we're all good now we work in, and I'm trying to make it a point right now, I bring this all up because I am grateful that I work as much as I do, but at the same time, I refuse to be the only black man working. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we were recording Bleach, and I was like, great, hey, we want you to be Master Masculine. This guy read the manga, I was like, hell yeah! Alright, dope, dope, dope. Hey, have you heard my friend Evan? You know AJ, he's great, you should talk to him real quick. Zeno's amazing. And going on there, and I'll, yeah, they hit them up. And now that wrestling is bigger and bigger and bigger. People like Robbie Damon and they're cool. He's a Native American brother. Good folks. So to answer your question, <laughs> sort of there, I absolutely love it for the fact that even as that happened this morning, I can have black people, younger ones, walk up to me like I walked up to Keith Silverstein, see me, someone who looks like them, voicing these characters, and they, they're going to be like, hey, man, how do I get in? That's awesome. And Reach yeah. one, teach one. Exactly. It's a, it's a circle of life. That's yes, right. Pay it, you know? pay it forward. Pay it forward. And, it's, and it's, it's crazy because I interviewed somebody earlier because uh, I interview cosplayers. Yeah. Uh, it's a series on YouTube called Who's That Cosplayer? And yeah. one of the cosplayers that I had interviewed, um, they were saying that they got into cosplay because they saw Black content creators on TikTok. And like they were the ones that inspired them to get into cosplay. And now... They've gone to cons and people have come up to them and be like, you know, I saw you on TikTok. You were the one 
that inspired me to get into cosplay. So <laughs> representation, it does matter. It matters. You know, it's the circle of life. You never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. And I think that that's an awesome story that you and your friends, y'all saw that it was an issue and then y'all went and y'all did something about it. And now it's it's getting better for everybody. That's and it. it's crazy because like when we had interviewed AJ Beckles, who's AJ Beckles, let's y'all go. Can check, y'all can check out his interview. It is up here on the channel or y'all can listen to it on the podcast. And, you know, I was telling him growing up when I would watch stuff, I thought that, you know, the black character was voiced by uh, a black person, you know, and when I found out that it wasn't voiced by a black person, I was, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't angry, but I was just like, well, why is yeah, I was confused. Like, why isn't the black character voiced by a black person? And I just loved it. Now you have like these characters in animes and cartoons and they're not the generic, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, Stereotype. There we go. Yeah, they're not the stereotype role. It's just like it's like actual. you mean all oh, black people don't sound like this the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it's cool to see that. And you know, I had asked AJ because he voices uh, Tozen in Bleach now. And yes, sir. Oh. again, again, I thought Tozen was voiced by a black person, but Ooh. then when I found out, I was like, oh wow, like you know, he's not voiced by a black person. Mm-hmm. It's just confusing, and I I really appreciate that. You know that studios are making a difference and like they're putting black voice actors in these roles now yeah i'll say it's like no it was you know i'm not gonna drop names you can you can do a google search but nah fam so not until about two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. you had a few black people who were in a few anime but the rest even penny and stocking garter bell that was white folk doing what they think black people sound like yeah which sucks yeah we don't sound I want to ask you, Bill, why do you think that was? Do you want the the soft answer or the truth? I want, oh, the, want the truth. I want the out oh, no. I oh. want the answer. <laughs> I want the answer that you want to give cuz you know, whenever we have somebody up here, we're not looking for a hot ticket or, yeah. you know, uh what's that called like a reel or something. Yeah. I want you to give me whatever answer you're comfortable giving us. And then I I want to give you what I think it is, Bill. Go ahead. You first. A lot were racist, extremely racist. Some were prejudiced. There's difference, and uh, one was ignorant. I'll say I say there's differences in all of those. I'll say ignorant, kind of like, oh, I mean, these people had some good numbers, and they're, I mean, they're good. I mean, I, I guess I never really thought about it like that. Compared to some people who just refuse to do it even to this day, uh, the racist ones, and there's mm-hmm. a few that just couldn't comprehend. Literally, I had to sit there. I'm like, you're hearing me right now, fam. This is what we sound like. This is this is what a black person sounds like. Hey, did you even listen to their demos? You didn't? Okay. Give give us I'll sit here. No, no it's gonna take you a minute. I'll I will sit here and you can listen. And again, that kind of hard truth, though uh a conversation is still happening as of literally this morning. Some to this day still uh are very uh angry that the playing field was evened out for 2020, 2021. Like, no, we can't get jobs. I'm like, you have multiple houses. You're fine. And it's it's frustrating, man. It is. That is a crazy thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but it's the same, it's the same thing in wrestling, answer. too. You know, I mean, sports like, in general, Banks. Yeah, but no, you know I'm just saying? talking, but I'm talking about like be, like actually being a wrestler. Like mm-hmm. you see things. And like when all of that stuff happened back in 2020, 
Like I saw people for who they really were. Like D, I know you're not on Facebook, but Trav is on Facebook. And he saw people coming in my comment sections, like talking sideways and whatnot. I'm just like, are y'all serious? They're like, uh, why is Benjamin Banks so angry? And I'm like, I'm black. Like, I, I, what am I supposed to be happy and jolly? <laughs> like, I mean, we yeah. literally saw somebody get murdered, and it's just like y'all are are okay with that? Like y'all don't want to you know join with us and like yeah. see if we can find a solution and you just see people for who they really are and like i always say once somebody shows you who they really are but that's how you got to perceive them for the rest of your life because it's just like that's just who they are as a person you ever I mean, seen one night in miami no the regina king film Mm-mm. uh it's it's a it's a real event that happened with jim brown sam cook uh, Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X, where they get together one night in a hotel room. Nobody knows what actually happened, but this is kind of like a telling of it. But at the beginning, Jim Brown, you know, obviously famous running back yeah. for right. the Cleveland Browns, he goes to this white man's house and he wouldn't let him pass the front porch. But he was singing this guy's graces because he's a good football player. But we like you as a football player. We don't like you as a human being. And it's Mm -hmm. crazy that that mindset is still kind of in place for a lot of people, a lot of higher ups in a lot of different fields, not just voice acting in 2023. I mean, it's just a surreal thing to think about. It's just something that's always been around. That's why I related to sports in general. It's like, Thanks. You may be on like, you know, out there on the front lines dealing with it and wrestling and stuff, but it's not, you know, I'm not blind. You know, it's stuff you've always seen all over the place, different places, you know, and we have um, plenty of people, you know, who, you know, stood for what they died for their cause. You know what I mean? It's just history. So it's just, I mean, I'm not, you know, of course there's people still out there, but it's like you got to reach one, teach one and, and get the people that you can to open their eyes. That's all yeah. That's all you can do, really. Control yes. what you can control. Yeah. But at the same time, too, black people do get tired, and it's just like, Google mm-hmm. is your best friend. It's like, yeah. you can't come to us and ask us every single thing, because, like, well, during, obviously. Like, during that time, ignorance. like, it, it was draining. I feel like a lot of people changed during that time period. And, you yeah, know, some people, people changed. Side in a way. Yeah, pe- some people changed for the better, and some people wanted to learn, and you know, ask questions and whatnot. And some people was just, just like, I don't care. And like for those people who don't care, they just staying in the back. Then you so, have yep. some people who didn't see a problem with what was going on and just exactly stay quiet. Like he, which... like, he should have listened. He should have been. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I ain't trying to hear all that, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. So um, I know, uh, you know, Bill, it's like we're a podcast, but we love to actually have conversations up here and whatnot. Right. And My entire thing is set up for like, cool. Where's me even? We do this interview. How long is it going to go? How long do I need to go? It's fine. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, uh, this goes back to voice acting. Okay. Uh, you voice Chocolata in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And these guys, yeah. they both know I'm a huge JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I've never heard of it. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Troll. I have I have two really good friends who are Chocolata cosplayers. And Let's go. They wanted me to ask you these questions because they're huge fans fans of your work as well. The first person is a chocolate mold man. And they want to know, 
do you think Chocolata and Seiko are in a purely work relationship or something much more personal? If so, oh, they'd be doing the slam dancing for days. <laughs> <laughs> if so, how did it get to this point? How, when you say this point, how did they hook up? Yes, that's what I'm assuming the question. Oh, they- man. Now, for starters, this is uh, a quote from both. You can tell them. I said this. Even Tony Oliver, the director, was like mad because uh, there was Japanese had him say, I stay to you. I love you. And then it's just kind of like, he's like, like, thanks. Appreciate you. I'm like, say it, you coward. Come on. But, um, <laughs> oh, man. In my headspace, I would say that as a uh, Chocolata was a psychotic doctor, mm-hmm. I would feel like it was kind of like a Harley Quinnish kind of thing where, like, I think. He probably met up with Seko one of these days, and Seko had his little little twisted too, but didn't quite show it, and then broke. And it's like, happy God! Or whatever Eric Kimber sounds like. But uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how I see it. That's how I see it. And it, it was all magic from there. And for that, it just got gross. We're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna write that story out there. I want to work again, and one day they might see this. You're like, Bill. <laughs> keep talking we need to write another sequel <laughs> <laughs> all right and uh the other question comes from uh shrimply cost they want to know did you enjoy voicing such an evil character yes absolutely. <laughs> easy, easy, uh, answer. easy answer uh scott stackhouse my shakespeare professor when i was uh taking him in college he says bill what kind of characters you want to do both on camera you know whatever you want to do in your life i'm like bad guys are just fun <laughs> they really really are and uh, I am a huge JoJo fan. Huge JoJo fan. So I lost my damn mind. And I was like in the email saying, you're Chocolata. And uh, fam, playing a character who's not like big or burly. Yeah, he's black. But nonetheless, who's extremely powerful. But yeah. at the same time, he's just, he's not all there. He's not all there. And the best part about him is not like a maniacal takeover of the world. He's just evil. But he thinks he's right. Yeah. And I, I find that very interesting because there's some characters like, I'm just going to nuke the world. Da, 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 and they like have a chip on the shoulder. He's like, no, I just like doing this. <laughs> and I think that makes it scarier right there and there on the spot. So playing that kind of character was just a blast for me. Man. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, since we're here at the JoJo stuff and you are a huge JoJo fan, which part is your favorite part? Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, it might actually be part. Okay. We're going to go. Top three. Okay. Five, two, and then four. Okay. Like, uh, I think Stardust Crusaders 3 is amazing, but nonetheless, it's like I've seen that pro tag story again and again and again. Five, because it's a mafia story. You don't see that in anime hardly at all. Mm-hmm. You have two, which is amazing because it's Joseph Joestar is my favorite Joestar. <laughs> the fact this dude just walks up he sees a vampire and he just pulls out a Tommy gun <laughs> in the second <laughs> episode. I'm like, this is the greatest season of all time. And uh, God, like four, I love because uh, one little bias, uh, Billy Kamesh is one of my best friends. Mm. Dope dude. Amazing. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's uh, it's not like an epic story, which we get in like everything anime and shonen. What makes it so good, uh, Diamond, is the fact that it's more so this group of kids who have superpowers versus evil David Bowie, yeah. who likes hands. I'm like, this is like almost like a, a murder mystery. Exactly, that's what I bitch. call it. 
It's, yeah. it's Scooby. It's Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's literally Scooby Doo. I mean, they even got a dead dog. I mean, uh, spoilers, spoilers, but, yeah. bro. Spoilers. That's what makes it so fun. That's why I think I love JoJo's. People walk to me and come in. Just like JoJo's. Like, where do I start, Mike? Wherever you feel like. Every if, it's like the grandkid of the next one. Do you like Castlevania? No. Sorry, season two. You're fine. It'll, it'll catch you up. It's like, I, I like 90s trope, you know, Fist of the North Star. Oh, Star Season 3. You can go back as you want to. You're fine. And because it changes so dramatic from like stoic to like this dude's goofy Indiana Jones story to the mm-hmm. usual an- anime pro tag to four. It's like, it's Scooby Doo. Five, Mafia Story. Six, which is another great series. I still love. It's, it, was, it was tossed between, honestly, like for number two spot, but we love you six. All Woman Prison. Yep. I think was this in seven with like Dio Diego? Was that Dio Dinosaur? Yeah, seven is yeah. Uh, horses and yeah. uh, I, I'm reading part seven right now, but uh yeah, well, it's it's good. I did, I wanna ask y'all, you think we are gonna get a uh, Velma JoJo crossover? Hey, come on, bro. Take chill. Listen, don't right, say I'm stuff. Like First of all, I, I'm scared to watch Velma because everyone in the dad is all like, This show is the devil. Looking at Chris <laughs> Mike Gales is really bad. This is really bad. So, but oh, unless yeah. I would love to see a Scooby Doo JoJo crossover because if we can have a Scooby Doo supernatural crossover, we need to have a Scooby Doo JoJo true. crossover. That's true. I'm just saying. That's true. <laughs> it's like, see, see, Bill, I want these guys to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Bro, I've like, tried. Yeah, that's all they say. It's not, it's not it, for hey, no, he keeps setting man. us up. He keeps us watching I, the boys. Bill, look, I told them to start yeah. with part one because. I, you know, I, I'm not a part skipper. You start with yeah. part one and then you get all the way to part That's six. That's the problem. We ain't making the part because yeah. part they, one they, was so they, bad. I was part like, one is good. good. Y'all well, they, maybe if Bill gave us his top three before you recommended it, we wouldn't get his prediction. I don't want to hear that. The man just said, do, you know. Do you want fake. me to give you a big spoiler to make you probably want to start at, at part three, which I recommend for people who kind of like, eh? It's a huge, yeah. it's a spoiler, but it's not something that's not talked about a lot. I'm going to tell you how season one ends. Is it, can, can I do that, Ben? Can I do that? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, we're okay. never going to watch it, so. Okay, cool. So one is the Prince Castlevania. Yes, so exactly. This dude, is, this dude is over there, and he's, he's, he's become Dracula, for lack of a better term. And they have this long, drawn-out fight, and they pretty much think they've won. And this guy, he's like, he's stoic, he's, you know, Jonathan Joestar. And you have this Dio, Dio Brando. Who is this over the top, very flamboyant Dracula's character? And for, as far as you know, he has killed him. So this Renfield like character finds him on a boat. And he, he's, he's just hooked up with us. It's their honeymoon. Things are great. He's him and his wife. They had this happy ever after. I was like, oh no, Dio's still alive and he's just ahead because he's a vampire. He didn't incinerate the body. So the ship is being set on fire by this Renfield's character. Everyone's becoming like vampires around. Everyone's dying. And so he like throws his wife into like a cast, like, get out of there. He's just a dramatic speech. He's crying because there's a lot of crying in JoJo. And like this head is like John Carpenter's a thing creepy now. And it's trying to latch on to his head and he's shooting laser beams out. And this dude realized he's on a burning ship with his sworn enemy who's pretty much become the devil. And this thing is going down. The show is very mature. So it's cussing blood, everything. They're, like he's going down and he says, like, I swear in this life or another, I will get my revenge on you. And Dio cuts his head off, and the ship goes down. So nearly a hundred years later mm-hmm. is season three, and it's the it's like the great grandson of this dude, and this dude is a beast. 
the powers have evolved over time. Is this the stay in season? This yeah. is the stay in okay, season. Okay, this is the stay in yeah. season. Like, yeah. It used to be like Hamon, where they would like do this breathing. Was this, this, uh-huh. If I can understand, it's like this Dragon Ball is kind of power they had. And it was, it's dope. It's yeah. really dope. The stands were like, mm-hmm. cool, we're going to take all that Hamon stuff and make it better. Because they'll still do the, like the breathing power, but also like, they have like a complete entity with them. And the entity called Star Platinum, who is, uh, is uh, Jotaro Kujo, the greater grandson, is definitely Jojo. The yeah. first one. So he literally comes back in the form of that just to get his revenge. But the problem is, Dio's back was the point of it, and he has the body of the original Jonathan, but it's his head. So he has like the tattoo, the just start there, and so he's like he's possessing his body. So a lot of people like love it because it's dark, but it's also like the trope here. I highly recommend if you want to if you're looking for something pretty action packed, watch that one. Also, unfortunately, Abdul is voiced by a white dude. Anyway, I know, <laughs> I know. I, Bill, spoiler look, alert. When, when it was a couple years ago, I I was gonna reach out to the voice actor because like I love Abdul. You know, I like yeah. playing as him in the video games and whatnot. And when I had looked at the voice actor, I was like, "What? Abdul's voice by a white guy?" Yeah. Like, I was like, "Man, yeah. So, yeah. Just watch it. Still watch it." Oh, it's still. Look, I, I tell these guys, like, part three is the Dragon Ball Z of JoJo. That's what part oh. three is. So, um, you know, I, I did have one question that I wanted to ask about, like, who is one of your favorite black fictional characters, whether it be anime, cartoons, or anything? But I feel like you already answered that with John Stewart. So, oh, I thought oh John say, Stewart. Cyborg Zero. Cyborg Zero. Listen. It's the side was so dope, but John Stewart, fam, he's yeah. one of the first black superheroes. Yep. They didn't give him like an African or an urban name. And yeah. for crying out loud, this dude, mm-hmm. his name is John Stewart. Yep. Military man, brilliant. And on top of all of that, his first comic, he takes out a racist politician. Yep. Hell yeah. His his power is his will. Mm-hmm. Now, as a black man, we're kind of raises, don't look people in the eye, keep your head down. Da-da. No. Uh, he's always proud, he's educated. And as long as he has the willpower to do something, he can do anything to his mind. That is the most powerful statement you can tell mm-hmm. a black man or woman growing up. That's amazing. So for that, just just because of that, I even talk about his powers fully. Just because of that, that's why like he's 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 the goat. He really is. He's the goat. All right. I mean, and, and I, I love that answer. Uh, did you uh, ever check out the Black Lightning TV show when it was on TV? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, get on my Instagram because uh, I love Black Lightning. I can't believe I'm saying, oh, oh my God, I've told my agent. You're trying, trying to do listen, the back-to-back pose? Listen, Static listen. Listen, fam. Those, these lips to God's ears. <laughs> I, 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 listen, listen, I want it. I want it. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that said, <laughs> uh, Tobias Whale, Crondon, oh, goes to my gym. Nice. Wow. You can find a lot of poses together online on Instagram nice. and whatnot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting back there with my buddy, Azan, I'm like, Albino brother didn't connect. You go out and we talk, do small talk. Months in, we worked out, talk a little bit, right? And all of a sudden, it's like, cool, 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 cool. Hey, Marvin, say, so what do you do? He's like, oh, you know, I act. Oh, what you? He's like, oh, I watch a lot of cartoons, stuff like that. Oh, I done cartoons. Like, what cartoons you done, Marvin? He's like, oh, man, I was tombstone into the spider. I'm like, uh-huh. the hands were, I'm like, Mar- <laughs> wait. And I lost my damn mind. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't call you a chocolate covered incredible, did he? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tobias! Tobias! 
<laughs> I'm like, bro, bro. He was the best part of that show, man. Oh, yeah, no question. And it's okay. like, I'm mad that they killed his character off because it's like he would have been perfect to appear in any of the other DC oh, yeah. uh, Arrowverse shows. But Great villain. It's like, I feel like, you know, when Black Lightning was coming to an end, it was only like a few of us that were still watching it. You know, me and D, yeah. we were doing the reviews for it and whatnot. Let's and, go. Yeah, it, it sucks that it got canceled, but like all of the Arrowverse shows are coming to an end. So. You know, that's, I'm about to say, that's, say uh, mm-hmm. Wyatt's been around for like ten years, man. I'm like, yeah. too long, too long. Yeah, yeah. but so, hey, 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 they're rebooting it. Yeah, you know I'm saying hey, you can bring them back. They, uh, they they want a lot, a lot of people want Grant Gustin to play Flash in the in the movie universe. Because I mean, uh, he should yeah, because he's sure. a great actor doing the Flash. He doesn't have any warrants, so you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, easy now. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been covering that case for a long time. I'm just saying, fam. God, I'm saying, I'm not saying it's privilege, but I'm saying it's a little bit. Of what privilege. do you have on him? What yeah. do y'all have? What does what, what does says. the individual that is that person? have on these producers where it's like yeah you kidnapped and beat people yeah it's and just, you're and they cancel bathroom yeah y'all five y'all, y'all let henry cavill go but y'all still <laughs> got ezra miller it does uh, it don't make any sense it makes Yikes. no sense batwoman so, forget it we I, have i wanted to see batwoman i really want yeah. like, bat batwoman or not batwoman uh batgirl mm-hmm. i wanted to see that yeah sorry yeah yeah i wanted to see batgirl and when they said it got canceled, I was like, "Are you serious? Why? Yeah, why? All right. It makes he, he so doesn't know what they're doing right so. Now. We're here at the end of the interview, Bill, and it's been <laughs> it's been a fun one. And My D, man. he always has his final questions that he loves to ask before we wrap it up. So D, the Flash, the good Flash, <laughs> I've asked of all to you. Yeah, it'll only take a couple seconds. Let's go. Um, okay, so question number one: favorite mm. '80s or '90s movie, or both, if you have one of each. 80s or 90s movie. All right, I'm gonna give you two because it's a real toss up. Uh, mm. Original Robocop and Mortal mm. Kombat. Yeah. Now, that is live action. Now, mm. 90s animated movie, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. That is uh, that Ooh, is pure yeah, gold. Is. Oh, yeah, pure no gold. question. No mm. question. Easy. Now, Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter 2 on what is it, uncut? <laughs> Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, uncut shows Chun Li's boobies. That's yeah. the only difference. You Back in the day, it used to come on HBO. Uh-huh. What you was getting into back then? HBO. Hey, you know where else it came on? Uh, Saturday I'm not Anime. Say that because we are a PG 13 podcast. Yeah, let's take it easy. Yeah. What? Uh, I don't uh, know without. I, 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 I was going with the sci-fi channel, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I thought, <laughs> y'all. well, I had mentioned HBO, and Travis was like, "You know what else came on HBO?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what street? You movie. know what else Street Fighter used to come on? I'm not oh, talking. Oh, about <laughs> get your mind out the gutter, bro. I don't even think about stuff like that. Are you kidding me? Oh, BB need Jesus. Hey, you hear your mom walking down the hallway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Network. You be hitting that remote button, the batteries be going out, you be shooting that, that, that the static squiggly lines. Where's the power cord? I remember what? one time, I, and D, I'll pass it back to you. Go ahead. I remember one time, I was watching HBO late at night, and like I heard like my door starting to open up, and like I acted like I was sleeping in bed. And my mom was just like, what are you in here watching? I'm like, huh? Huh? What are you talk- 
I said, I, I was watching a movie on HBO. I, I, I'm asleep. I'm and she was mm. still, she, mm. I still got in trouble because she, she didn't believe me. Yeah, the moms don't fall for that. Bro, nobody believes you ever unless <laughs> Bro, it's on see, Facebook. Unless it's on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> second question Growing <laughs> up, was there anything that spooked you, scares you, stayed with you, whether that was creepy doll, weird tree shapes at night, um, <laughs> lullabies? What you got, Bill? Everybody's got something. Oh man, I tell you, this is this is so dumb. Tornado uh, Island, maybe it wasn't. It's not like werewolves, vampires. It was a thought of like you see like horror movies, like ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because like you see like even Jason, guy was up. See that one brother like punched him in the face. Go oh, cool, we can uh-huh. fight back. That man like, this horrible specter. He was like, and also like, oh no, there's there's nothing you could do. You was gonna die. So I remember like growing up, I'd see that. I'd always have a thought, man, that sucks. Be a lot cooler if Predator killed me. That'd be probably dope. So that would be like my mom's thing. It was like, it's like, yeah, it's probably just Predator. He's gonna shoot with lasers. I'll be out in a second. Yep. That he'll square up. That's a good way to go out. I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> I'm gonna have me. Some- yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I'll take Predator. Easy. That's it. That's easy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Captain, <laughs> back to you. Yeah. Well, hey, we're here at the end of the interview. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. It was a fun time. I'm happy that we was finally able to do this. It was it's a good time all the way through. And uh, <laughs> before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you. <laughs> My man. All social media land, you can find me on Twitter at BillDozer777 or Instagram at BillDozer77. When things, you know, get a little time to breathe, I might go back to streaming a little bit too. Uh, do a lot of speed run of horror games, stuff like that. I rock you. Your, your question there, D. Uh, so that'll be uh, my name, Bill underscore Butts. You can find that on Twitch. What's that? that? You can find a brother. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, oh, yeah. While I'm at it, hey, get your tickets. Uh, sort out online. I can actually, actually say this. Uh, you can hear me as Labaka. Oh, okay. So uh, now I'm it's already. Yep. I'll say it now. So I'm like, yeah, that's the cast. Just I was like, you about it? So Sword see that on. come on theater be February 3rd. Check it out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. And, uh, uh, Bill, I also just want to say that uh, we interviewed Marcus Molding, and y'all Marcus Molding, y'all can check out his interview on the podcast on YouTube. And I just want to say that he said <laughs> good stuff about you, and he said you're really strong. And that's all <laughs> I want to say about that. So shout out to Marcus. Big Daddy Bill Butts, man. Like yo, I like Bill Butts in a can. I like what. You other brothers can't deny when. See, when, we left it open for D. And I'm glad you did. I just want y'all let. I didn't have it. I wasn't even. You should have been like uh, when a fan walks in and uh, he puts it in your face. Whoa. <laughs> See, to, I wasn't going to walk in anything like that. I, 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 <laughs> he said no, nobody man. putting nothing in my face. Yeah. What? But no, man. When a fan walked in with a thing in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my! God. That was the last episode. They said I was what? I was asleep. I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But no, it was an amazing episode, and I'm glad that we were finally able to interview him up here. Thank that you again, awesome. Brittany Cox, for helping us out with this amazing Hell guest. Yeah. Like, like I said, how many breadsticks I'm gonna have to give her, man? Hey, Don't you get a breadstick, and you get a breadstick. Is she gonna be in the recording booth, and I'm just gonna send a message and be like, "Hey, it's all underneath the seat for you," and it's gonna be the cheesy breadsticks, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I, I'll throw some mozzarella sticks in there too, man. 
you know, I just that might let be too much time. cheese. That is a lot of cheese, but cheese is, is good cheese. though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't think cheese is good? Depends on, hey man, and, and little bits. You know, you don't want to eat too much cheese. That is true. That is true. I'm surprised man. you didn't say that, Jim uh, Hero. You know? I mean, but cheese is good. But anyway, with that being said. Trav, let everybody in social media land where they can find you. Of course, I'm on the Instagram at ZK Audio. I'm also on the Twitter and the TikToks at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K, where I'm also on Letterboxd, ranking and rating my daily movie watches. And D, I finally watched the Unbreakable Uh, Trilogy. We watched Unbreakable. We watched Split. We watched Glass. I enjoyed all three. But yeah. Unbreakable was my favorite. About? Unbreakable. Oh yeah, I favorite. thought it, it's so simple, man. So clean. You know what I mean? Ooh, you said sim- simple and clean. You no, know, I did it on purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Sora, where they gonna find you at? Yeah. All and simple always, and clean. <laughs> you can find me at Rebellious Double Underscore D Twenty Three Instagram dot com. And where can they find this hero kissing babies and shaking hands? And watching You can HBO. find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore banks on tiktok twitter instagram you can find me on facebook at benjamin banks i should be the first person to pop up if not then i need to contact mr zuckerberg thank you all again for listening to this new episode of leveling up with benjamin banks make sure that you follow all of the leveling up with benjamin banks social media accounts at leveling up banks that is on facebook twitter instagram subscribe to us on youtube at leveling up banks you type that in and we'll pop right on up where we have more amazing interviews just like this one along with reviews and reaction videos and if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us we have a patreon it is at leveling up banks thank you to our patrons that do donate to us because you really help us out so that way we can keep on doing the cool stuff that we keep on doing so with that being said keep that pinky up stay positive i hope you have somebody sweet for valentine's day we'll see you next time on leveling up with benjamin banks peace